to talk to you in today's Advent devotional about a humble God, a shepherd who speaks to shepherds. In Luke chapter 2, verse 8, we see this scene that we're all very familiar with of these, these shepherds, and we're told, and in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. What kind of a God would show up to laborers on a night shift? Our God. He would. We continue to read and it says, And this will be a sign for you. And he begins to explain to them what the Messiah is going to look like a humble God born in the flesh and a humble manger scene and a God revealing this plan of salvation to humble men. So who were shepherds? Uh, they were actually the low class people of the day. You know, even in the time of David, it was the youngest son, the youngest son of Jesse, David, who would be the king who was out tending the flocks. As Israel began to move from being shepherds like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they were, they were shepherds. But then after time, they became more agricultural. They began to farm is what they began to do in Israel. And as they did, shepherding fell out of vogue and it was for the servant. It was for the slave. It was for the youngest in the family. It was a smelly job. You begin to smell like sheep. In fact, that's something that I've heard some, someone say before is a good shepherd always smells like a sheep because he's always rubbing against them and loving them and living life with them. But that's what these men did. They were there at night. They would count sheep not to fall asleep. They would count sheep in order to make sure that they had not lost one of these valuable animals for the owners of those sheep. What does this speak to us about God? We're told in Matthew 9, 36, that Jesus, whenever he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. Because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. What he wanted is he wanted to be their shepherd. Just like in Isaiah chapter 40, verses 10 through 11, God himself says, Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. A strong, a powerful, a mighty God with an outstretched arm. But listen, he will tend his flock. Like a shepherd, he will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. God associated himself, this imagery of a shepherd, all the way back in the Old Testament, calling himself a shepherd, aligning himself with very simple people, a holy and a mighty God. You know, some people, they think they can't really know God unless they go to a seminary or unless they read the Bible and know all of these different things. Now, you know, it's good to read the Bible. It's great to go to seminary. It's great to do all these things. We believe in that. That's why we're called theology on fire. But God is not distant. He is not a God simply of law. He's a, a God also of grace. And I just want to free you this Christmas. I just want to ask you, have you been trying to live by works? Have you been trying to please God by your effort? I want you to be freed. You know, there's never a cloak for unrighteousness, but there is a God of grace, a God of mercy. I want to tell you, he loves you. And you can never strive enough. You can never work enough. He simply wants to take you up. 
He wants to bind up your broken heart. He wants to bind up your wounds that you have sustained in this horrendous year of 2020. It can end as a blessed year. It could end as a healed year. Maybe you're striving. Maybe you're bitter. Maybe you're just giving yourself to so many different things. Don't hide. Don't be overwhelmed by the enemy. Call upon this great shepherd and let him care for you. In the Gospel of John, whenever Jesus was speaking about a thief, he wasn't speaking about Satan. He was speaking about different thieves. He's speaking about different hirelings. This is what he said. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. When Jesus came to Israel, the religious establishment of the Pharisees, the Sadducees and all the other seas were not really caring for the people. Jesus said, you tie these heavy burdens on them and you make them twice the child of hell as you are they're burdened by you they had revolutionaries that sought to gain the goodwill of the people you know that's that's exactly who barabbas was he was a revolutionary as well we believe they were trying to advance their politics but they wanted to use the sheep they wanted the sheep's money they wanted the sheep's influence they wanted to gather sheep to themselves to forward their kingdoms. But instead, God came. God came not only to be a sacrificial lamb, but to care for the sheep, to lay his life down for the sheep. So it was only appropriate that he revealed himself to shepherds, the greatest shepherd of all. Have a fiery Christmas.